0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's
1: show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stalbaum. Good morning and welcome to the program. Beautiful Monday, the 24th of January already, man. We're going to be the end of the first month of 2022 before we know it. We're just so grateful you would take time out of your busy day to join us on Morning Breath. Morning Breath is a drive-time devotion uh, that we, you know, just... Get into a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time, talk to the Lord, ask Him to speak to our hearts. And it's just a way to do something consistently to get into the Word on a regular basis. Now, we are in day 15 of doing a 21-day seek the Lord kind of season. And so as a church, we're doing that. And so Morning Breath Coincides with it, and so we're all over the Bible. This, these, these twenty-one days, we might like we're in Proverbs today, we're in First Corinthians tomorrow, etc., etc. So, it'd be really important that you knew where we were at. And I keep saying where we were at because I have Mrs. Langston here with Hello. me. How often are you called that?
0: Um, it it happens pretty often now, and Does I'm it? still getting used and to. And you're <laughs> still getting used <laughs> yeah. to why. Um.
1: Because, because you're so freshly different. married. Yes. <laughs> yes. So people out there don't it's know. It's been 10 yeah. years.
0: I'm still surprised.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. No. Newly married. How long have you been married?
0: Um, just over a year.
1: Just over a year. Beautiful. Yes. Well, anyway, glad you're here. Thank you. And uh, tell the folks how to get involved.
0: Yes. So... To get connected, you can go to our East Coast app or eccc.us for more information, our events, past sermons, and more Morning Breath episodes. You can also find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. You can call us at 321-452-1060, and we will email you and mail you with more information about East Coast.
1: Absolutely. Almost we almost should add their end thrift stores.
0: Oh, Because yes. I
1: find our shirts there Every quite time. often. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I just have you ever noticed that, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're gonna we're gonna start <laughs> yes. saying. Uh, of course, you can say goodwill. We don't care. Um, goodwill it, towards men. Yeah, it's like a biblical <laughs> yeah. thing. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah, no, no. You can still say goodwill. A A plus thrift store. The best thrift store in Varg County. Well, they just opened one in the year. I just said it. A plus did? Oh, A plus. Sorry, I
0: thought you were saying you're giving them. a
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it is a store. Honest mistake. Yeah, 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 it is a store that supports Brevard County School System. Oh, what? Helps, helps that, I that one right that. over there on Plamosa. Yeah. It's my wife's favorite thrift okay, store. Well, and my, my wife knows.
0: I'm going to go today. Yeah,
1: it, <laughs> you will. It's a great thrift store. <laughs> anyway, now that we wasted all that time. Perfect. Uh, Love that. Anything okay. else we need to do, Nick, or we've got it covered? okay then let's read our bibles
0: okay i say unto you read sir
1: proverbs 3 i'm I'ma read new king james and my lovely friend here is going to read new living translation that's right my son do not forget my law but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you let not mercy and truth forsake you Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions, and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son, in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain more than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her.
0: By wisdom the Lord founded the earth, by understanding he created the heavens. By his knowledge the deep fountains of the earth burst forth, and the dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear, and you will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's, your, when it's in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor. For those who live nearby trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason <laughs> when, no <one laughs> when no one has done you harm. Do not envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Amen. Amen.
1: Wow. This is uh, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. And one of the reasons it is, just a little background here, is when I was a very young Christian, I came to the Lord. One of the reasons I came to the Lord is my son was born with this thing uh, called chalasia. And it means that either the top valve in his stomach didn't exist or it was very, very weak. And so usually when a child's about one year to two, now this is 45 years ago, so I don't know what the medical, I think probably do it in five minutes now, <laughs> probably do it before the baby comes out of the womb, they could probably <laughs> fix it. But then that's what you dealt with. And my, my little boy, which was Matthew, and who is the pastor of East Coast Christian Center now, um, his mom would feed him. And then he would sit in a, like a car seat, but it was like a car seat that would sit on the table or on the floor or anywhere in the home where you could put the child and it was safe. And it would have to sit at a 45 degree angle because you could take him after he ate and at like, like you had a pitcher of milk and pour the milk right back out of him into a glass. Wow. Because of the stomach valve. And if he hiccuped, That would cause what we call in the movie industry projectile vomiting. Mm -hmm. And it was it was an awesome thing to have your baby hiccup on one side of the table and actually hit you in the chin Um. from the other side of the table. And all that was going on and I was I was a brand new Christian and just like it was it was just a tough time in my life and someone directed me to this portion of scripture That talks about, uh, ends up in verse 8, verses 5 through uh, 12. But verse 8 says, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And that health to your flesh thing just exploded in my heart. Carolyn and I went in and laid hands on him and prayed for him. And uh, he did not, he, he only threw up after that one time. Wow. And that was when he was 12 and he was at the carnival. And I oh, think he mm-hmm. ate, you know, one of those funnel cakes mm-hmm. and about seven hot dogs. And yeah. some. You know, it was he should have thrown really went because all it because it was it was a bad it was a bad situation. Anyway, God healed him wow. completely and totally. And he never needed surgery. And it went from there. So that's, you know, that's a big deal to me. And it's really how I started my walk with the Lord. And one of the reasons I even sought God is because I I was pretty convinced in my own mind that my own drug abuse and all the garbage I was involved in is what caused my baby to have a birth defect. Wow. And, you know, all that was going on. And how did God deal with all the garbage in my life? He saved me and he healed my son. Yeah, and so in His mercy and grace, so it's a it's a big deal to me, and yeah. that's why it's a big deal to me, and it stands out that way. So that's that's my part of this chapter that I think's really incredible. What stood out to you as you read it today? It's funny
0: because I was like pulling out the same portion, but yeah. for a different reason. Let's hear it. So um, in that portion, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed by your own wisdom. <laughs> and what I feel like a lot of people struggle with is making decisions mm-hmm. in life. Yeah, and I know a lot of people in my generation, there's a lot of change very quickly, young adults. We, we have to make a lot of big life decisions. Um, and what a lot of what I hear a lot of people saying is like, I need to make sure I make the right decision because it could mess up the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And the best advice that I ever got was actually that, um, we actually think too highly of our own decisions Mm -hmm. and what we decide in our life cannot stop God's will in our life. It doesn't work like that if we make the wrong decision that's not gonna stop god's plan god already knew what we were gonna decide so we get (laughs) we get stuck in our lives because we're like we have to make the right decision left or right it's like if you go left god's gonna move if you go right god's gonna move you don't have to stand still
1: yes so we might call that uh Paralysis by analysis. I think somebody came up with that one time. And I do see people paralyzed all the time. I want to add to that thought about God finishing the good work he began in you. Because Philippians 1, 6 says, He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it doesn't have any parentheses next to it unless you make a bad decision. You know, it it just blurts it out there. But I want to add one more thought to the way you see that that I think will help you and everybody else listening. I know it helped me. Is God is not so narrow that only one decision can be the decision to work. That's right. You can go left and end up in the right because... Well, one, the earth is round. If you just go around there yep. far enough, you're <laughs> over there where right would have been anyway. That's the long way around, and I don't recommend it. But the truth is God's not that narrow. He's mm-hmm. not that small. Yeah. He is gloriously powerful and can move. In, uh, almost. If you will take a step and in your heart do what you believe God is saying— <laughs> You've taken a step towards God That's and right. God will walk you through the process yep. and get you there. And I just love that thought that God's not so narrow because I've seen people just agonize over taking a job. Um, and that can happen with people in your age bracket or even mine yeah. that they just agonize. Is this right? Is this wrong? Is this right? Is this wrong? Is this right? Is this wrong? Well, let's just say, for example, it was wrong. Do you think God is big enough to then get you back to where you should have been? I think he is. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I've done these things, all of them wrong, <laughs> at some point in my life, and here I am still fulfilling God's plan that's for right. my life. And yes. so he's bigger than all that. So yeah. I love that part too, that's that's really great. Now, I like when you when you read this, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart, so important, and that lean not on your own understanding. So what is that? My understanding is, let me just think about this for a second. It's it would be what I know, my understanding, what I know, what I understand. It might even be what I feel.
0: Yeah. What you've experienced. Yeah.
1: Like it could be my experiences, you know, what I think, all sorts of things like that. And here the scripture's saying, "Do not lean on your own understanding." That doesn't mean don't invest in this because you're a genius investor and you know that this is good what it's saying is when you hear from god in your heart it might not line up with everything you know or understand right now absolutely and so for example healing which it talks about in this in this portion of scripture i shared about that with my son earlier so let's say here it promises that it will be health to my flesh and strength, and the word strength, interestingly enough, is the word moistening to the bones, which moistening, the difference would be Nick is held old? 22. 22, and I'm 68. His bones naturally are more moist, flexible, not brittle, things of that nature uh, going on in his life, so I I I like the idea of being 68 and falling down, and not having it break, falling like not be able to get up because yeah. pieces are laying around. In fact, three days ago I was knocked off a ladder with a chainsaw oh my and hit the ground, jumped up and finished the job uh, by the grace of God. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Oh my gosh. And if. And if my daughter hears this, she's going to be really mad because she didn't want me to do it. And I did it anyway. It was at her house. And uh, it was kind of fun. And and I, those moments when I hit the ground and I got back up, I thought it, I went right back to this portion of Scripture. And I thought, moistening to my bones. And I, I was thankful. But the truth is, sometimes my bones ache. Sometimes my knee hurts. Sometimes my thumb hurts which right now it doesn't thank God yesterday it did so that's that's a good sign (laughs) right those are all my uh, my understanding Mm -hmm. so here's what we have we have the promise of God which says by his stripes you were healed but my what I feel Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what I'm perceiving and experiencing right now doesn't feel like healing it's maybe pain Mm -hmm. or whatever you're dealing with there that's where i have to very often go back to the verse i'm not going to lean i'm not going to put my weight on Mm -mm. my own understanding i'm going to say by his stripes i'm healed and that could work with your checkbook you might be in a bad spot financially and i'm not saying go do something stupid financially but i'm saying don't lean on your own understanding your checkbook's not your source Your job's not your source. God's your source. He will meet all of your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And so there's a lot in life where, you know, it might even be a relational thing between a husband and wife. And it, it doesn't feel good when things are rough or it's not going good and all that stuff. Well, are you going to put your weight on your understanding or are you going to put your weight on what Scripture says about marriage? And so I love that part about it as I well. I think the
0: most powerful thing about that perspective is calling out what you don't see in faith. Mm-hmm. Like when you are hurting to call out the Scripture and and speak out the promises of God. When you're struggling in your marriage to look at your spouse and say, I love them. They are faithful. They are honoring Um and just speak life over the situation because that is really not leaning on our own understanding like they may have left their laundry on the floor again but just being like thank you so much for being helpful <laughs> pick it back up <laughs> yeah. and you're calling out life in yes. your relationships
1: absolutely and you know you, you use the phrase calling it out and you are let me just add to that thought I think you are calling it out but you can have what you say Now, I know that not everybody likes that, you know, grab it and blab it or blab it and grab it or, you know, like, a you know, word of faith stuff and all of that. But the truth of the matter is what we say with our mouth produces fruit Mm -hmm. and what you say with your mouth gets back inside of you. And so you're not only calling it out; you're calling it in. Yes. You're you're inviting that into your home. You're inviting that into your spouse. You're inviting that into your environment. You are speaking. And and let me just say for a moment: how else is the word of God ever going to be established in the earth unless somebody starts saying it? Great examples. We just celebrated Martin Martin Luther King Day. Week, week and a half ago or whatever. No, a week ago today. Is that right? Yeah, a week ago. This is Monday, right? Yes. This is Monday. So a week ago today, we celebrated Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Well, Martin Luther King went and nailed this 90-point thesis on the Wittenberg you know, church door. But one of the main things that, that that statement was about was the just shall live by faith. He took one verse, one portion of Scripture from, I think that's in James, one portion of Scripture that was not active in the church at all. In fact, people were going and paying the priest to to do a little deal so their loved one could get out of purgatory and all of these other things could go on. And he spoke that out and nailed it to the wall of the church and today very few people believe anything other than we're justified by faith you're, you're not born again by anything yeah. you do works are just what they are works they're stuff we do but we're not born again by works we're born again by faith in jesus christ our righteousness is of god said their righteousness is of me saith the lord yeah. so speaking the word is a super powerful thing to do
0: yeah absolutely
1: the other thing i'd say about this chapter which i think is cool um, and I really think it's revealed in chapter eight of Proverbs, and uh, this is really kind of Proverbs is kind of how Morning Breath, one of the ways it was born is because Proverbs is really good for reading a proverb a day, and I mean there's 31 of them. There's you know the longest month we have is 31 days, and so you read Proverbs you know one on the first and Proverbs two on the second and and that's kind of how morning breath was born in that thing, and you look at it that way. Well, 8, chapter 8, talks a lot about wisdom. And in fact, it says wisdom has built her house, and it just starts going through this whole description of wisdom. And, and I would just challenge you, when you read about wisdom in Proverbs, instead of wisdom, just use the word Jesus. Mm. As an example, verse 13, happy is a man who finds not wisdom, but Jesus. That's I believe Jesus and wisdom are synonymous in most places in the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And so, as you, it says in verse 19, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. We know that God was the divine designer, Jesus was the divine carpenter, and the Holy Spirit was the divine power. That made the universe. Yeah. But again, the Lord by Jesus founded the earth. And you can almost in every place you look find that even in the Old Testament book of Proverbs, everything was pointing to the Savior that was coming. And now for us, we can look back at the Savior who has come yeah, and done these for us. So I, I love that part of it and when i read it i i spend i think about wisdom i want wisdom i want natural wisdom but i want more than natural wisdom because the bible says tells me not to lean on my own understanding yeah i want godly wisdom and that's found in jesus and and what the scripture tells us is that when the spirit comes he will remind us of what everything that jesus said And that's a beautiful picture. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and
1: secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com.
0: Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I would like to turn this over to Mrs. Langston to share a thought.
0: So I want to talk about the last few verses in this chapter 3 of Proverbs. Um, It talks about... um, not withholding good from other people Mm. when we have the power to help them. And then down here it says, don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Mm. A lot of times in life, someone will do something harmful or mean to us. And our first reaction is to actually do the same back. Mm. But here I actually think it's saying don't withhold good from people. And um, when we have that, that unction to do the same, um, we're actually just copying the ways of violent people and it says such wicked people are detestable to the lord but he mm. offers friendship to the godly so we're when we're actually able to be persecuted and hated by other people um if we look to the lord and not copy in their ways and fall into the same patterns he will bless our home if we are upright with him um it says the lord mocks The mockers, but he's gracious to the humble.
1: It's beautiful. You know, uh, there's a verse in Psalms 37, and I already set this up. So turn there if you would. And from the New Living, read verse, I believe it's 35 and 36.
0: It says, I have seen the wicked and the ruthless people flourishing like a tree in its native soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them.
1: That, that verse has meant so much to me because there have been seasons in my life where, you know, it was hard and, and someone was responsible for how hard it was. And what the verse that we just read says, I've seen them flourishing. The New King James says like the Green Bay tree, but suddenly they were not. Wow. God takes care of things. That's right. And if you're persecuted, it's not your job to give back what was given That's to right. you. It's your job. To get bless them and God will deal with that. Either he'll get rid of them or he'll get rid of what's in them that's doing that. So good. We gotta go. God bless you guys. Have a great day.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.